back to the holiday series as we're delving into the book Prayer Power with Stuart Robinson and as we've been discussing uh, the the idea of prayer. Um, Stuart, it's really um, a good to talk about prayer and personally I feel like uh, uh, reading through the book uh, God really spoke to me and, uh, and created a deeper hunger, a deeper passion, a deeper longing for prayer and also some strategic um, focus on how we should be opening up areas in prayer and uh yeah it was it was it was a really really good read and i said in a previous podcast i think this is a real high point of your writing um i've read a fair bit of your material and this is uh, a great book but you know stuart people i've heard say often and uh and i have some of these examples as well god doesn't seem to answer our prayer sometimes sometimes we pray and we pray and we pray and nothing happens. We're praying for our unsaved um, families. We're praying for uh, things to happen. I can remember God speaking about certain areas of ministry in, over a decade ago, and I've been praying for those, but it hasn't broken through yet. We haven't seen what we felt like God promised. And, and, and we can wrestle with disappointment with God, and we can wrestle with, uh, is, is this is this stuff that happens just coincidence or does God really answer our prayer and um, and I, I think we can tend to want to give up even at times because of the 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 disappointment and the reality of struggles in our prayer I, I know in this book you've got two chapters the hindrances to hearing God's voice and also the the how we deal with unanswered prayer do you want to just jump into some of those areas with us yeah, I think um, when when it seems that our prayer is not being answered, uh, we don't just give up on prayer. Many of us give up on God himself mm. uh, when we don't get what we want when we want it. And that's in part because in the West at least, we're dominated by materialism. We're used to uh, receiving what we want instantly. And uh, so we pray in faith and uh, we expect that God will answer in terms of what we want. But wants are not needs. And our faith does not depend upon what God gives to us. Rather, our faith is more dependent upon our response when God seems not to give us anything. There are, from the human perspective, many reasons, and I, as you mentioned, Dave, in the book I've spent a couple of chapters on that, on hearing hindrances, I call it, uh, and then there are other reasons why prayer is unanswered. The, the scripture actually gives us about... 24 uh, clues as to why our prayers might seem to go unanswered for a while. I've only highlighted the six commonest ones, and they include the obvious things like we might have sin in our lives, uh, selfishness, what is our real motive, uh, what are our relationships like. I mean, nothing could be clearer than what you find in Peter where 
He says there, you know, you men, uh, if you're not in a good relationship with your wife, God will not even hear your prayers. <laughs> well, that's, that's a bit of a wake-up call to those of us who are married, husbands and wives, that we have to give attention to those things. But still, uh, we, we pray on and uh, sometimes we are asking not in the right way. We, we just want what we want. And I think shortly after I became a Christian, uh, naturally, you as a babe, you pray all sorts of things. And I remember praying that God would... Uh, enable me to become a fireman. That appealed to me as a young fella. But uh, heck, if I was a fire brigade engine driver or maybe a, a fireman in a steam train, well, I'd be out of a job now because there are no steam trains. Or Then I thought it'd be great to be a soldier. Yeah, well, I might be dead in Vietnam by this time. Um, those sort of things that we put out there, our, our, you know, God is hanging back because he has something better for us to give. I think the hardest thing for me ever was to pray and believe that my own family would come to the Lord. And this is the toughest area for all of us, really. We, we're happy to go out into some strange country and be a missionary or speak in a church. or But meantime, there's our family. And always the hardest one for we when we're children is our fathers. Mm. They are authority figures. In, in my own case, when I first started to pray, I was terrorized by my older brother. He saw me kneeling by my bed and he came into the room and jumped on top of me. What do you think you're doing there? <laughs> and uh, so that uh, intimidated me. Uh, but two years later, when he made a decision to come to Jesus and I asked him, why did he make that decision? He said, well, I wanted what you have. And as I terrorized you, I was watching your responses. So that took only two years. But then one by one, in different ways, my three brothers and my mother came to the Lord. And the final one, of course, was my father. And that took 30 years. And when he was on, literally on his deathbed, finally, uh, we were able to speak into his life. And uh, he prayed with us to receive the Lord. So it's a matter of timing. God wants us to have the best and uh, if, if that's necessary to cause us to grow by stretching us out through waiting, he's testing us maybe, we just need to pray on that uh, the prayers are being heard. I often think of that, that picture in uh, Revelation where it says, you know, the prayers go up and they're con- collected in this bowl. And at a certain time when the bowl is full, they're tipped out and uh, great things happen. I guess that's the way it is with revivals where people pray and pray and pray, sometimes for decades, and then in God's grace and timing, he pours out his spirit. The thing is not to give up. I wonder if you, the listener, have things that you feel discouraged about and you are wondering about or uh, seasons where ministry hasn't been fruitful and you've feel like you've persevered and you've prayed but God hasn't been there and you've had expectations that have been met. Stuart, um, how do we keep the fires burning? How do we keep hope and faith alive in our hearts? Mm. Oh, what I've found 
personally now is not just what I read in the scriptures, which of course is foundational to everything, but if I can find just one or two other people, believers, and and meet with them occasionally, that has kept me going. I, I talk about uh, earlier when I was uh, overseas in a difficult ministry amongst a hostile people, and there'd been no results amongst these people that we knew of, in spite of the fact of 200 years of missionary input. And uh, finally, after only uh, six years <laughs> of preparation, I got the opportunity to start work alone amongst them myself. And there was one other person who was like-minded. Neither of us knew what to do or how to do it. But by way of encouragement, we met for a whole day, just once a month, because we lived a long distance apart. And we'd spend that day praying and fasting and sharing what the Lord had shown us in the preceding month, any little breakthroughs. And we learned together, just having that other intercessor partner, along with our wives, so there were four of us. And it was during that time of praying and fasting that God said to me, you're going to see 5,000 people from this unreached people group come to the Lord. He didn't show me how it was going to happen because we did, we had a lot more to learn, but he, he gave me that vision as we prayed and fasted. Mm. And that vision was sufficient to keep me going year by year, learning, making lots of mistakes until it all eventually came to pass, along with my friend and his wife, uh, the four of us together when there was no one else involved. And uh, they were practical things that just kept us going. Yeah, so pray with others, spend time, keep the vision alive in our hearts and uh, to, to just keep persevering in prayer. I pray that as you listen to this podcast, your faith would be sparked again and you'd be encouraged to keep praying and persevering, especially in, in, in fields that seem non-fruitful. And I'm thinking particularly practitioners who are working in a Western context who are trying to plant new groups and it's, it's hard work. Um, you're, you're on the front line. You're doing what counts. You're doing what is important. Persevere. Pray. Keep faith alive in your heart and go for it.